Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. Hey, hey, it's TJ Mercer, the walking exclamation point, the storyteller, the dynamite in glasses, the human emoji, the world's greatest hugger, but most importantly, the Jesus freak and the world's greatest TT to T2 Mercer and Sir Grayson, the great. All right, so listen, I need to put a disclaimer on this episode because I'm gonna tell you about my friend, Kurt. And typically you won't hear me use profanity unless I'm recounting a story or if I'm really, 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 really mad. So stop now. Don't listen to this episode. Go on to the next one because I'm sure you have subscribed and you have other episodes you can listen to because I'm going to recount a story about my friend Kurt, who is an avid maestro at the art form of cussing. <laughs> Besides the fact that he is just a character in himself, just outright. He's a writer, producer, director, executive, development executive. And he and I have known each other for quite a few years. He came into my life in a season where I was going through a divorce where I was finally getting away from my abusive husband who almost killed me several times. And I had been wiped out mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and everything. And 
we worked on a show together and we just bonded because Kurt just has this gregarious personality. And I talk about him quite a bit. Uh, he now calls himself my footnote because he seems to make his way into every single book that I write. <laughs> so he always refers to me or he introduces himself as I'm Kurt Jones. I'm TJ's footnote. <laughs> so, um, but we are really, we are really, really cool and really, really close. And, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, shameless plug. No, I ain't shame. I wrote a great book. It won three Beverly Hills Book Awards. So if you want to pick up that where you can hear, you can read more of Kurt's stories, get 40 Days Till 40, Life Lessons from the Ramblings, hence <laughs> podcast, Ramblings, Ramblings of My Unfiltered Thoughts. That book that I don't, didn't want to write because I don't, I don't like writing. I really hate to write. <laughs> um, and yet four books later. But that book that I didn't want to write, that was a divine assignment from God, I wrote it in a week. And it was downloaded almost 10,000 times in two days on six continents. And like I said, it won three Beverly Hills Book Awards, got mentioned for like the uh, Writer's Digest. So I'm really surprised and I'm very proud of that book. So anyway, back to my Kurt Alicious, as I'm, I call him. So Kurt, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about it. So Kurt, earlier this week, I was having a really funky day. For the most part, you're TJ. I would say 90% of the days, I'm happy. There's about 10% of the days of the year that I'm not. One of which is the, the day that I lost my daughter. Another day is the day that I lost my eight-month-old niece, T3. And then there's days where just things aren't going well. And so this was a particular day that I felt like everything was crashing around me and I was sad, I was depressed, and there were situations that, you know, people were pouring into my life and telling me, you know, they see where I'm headed, but for me, I just needed some stuff to be, you know, to happen right now, to be resolved right now, and, and I'm sure if you've lived any kind of life, you know my, the feelings that I'm ha I was having. Just like, I was almost having a pity party, which for me, I'm okay with a pity party. You know, I just don't normally invite people to my pity party, but I'll have a pity party and I'll put a, t a expiration time on the pity party, but I will let myself sink uh, and just feel. And so Kurt called me um, during this window and I almost didn't answer the phone because the day before I called this fool and I could tell where, wherever he was, it was loud. So I was like, Kurt, where are you? And he just deadpans at the Emmys. And I was like, at the Emmys? Bye, fool. <laughs> so that's Kurt. And so I just thought like, well, I'm, I guess I'm important enough to Kurt that he answers the phone while he's sitting there at the dang on Emmys. So when he called the next day, I really wanted to hear how the Emmys were, you know, and his experience. And so that's why I answered the phone. But I guess the way I answered the phone, he could instantly tell that something was wrong with me. And he was like, uh-uh, wait a minute, mama. This is what he always goes, uh-uh, wait a minute, mama. What's going on? And I was like, no, it's cool. Tell me about that. And he said, no, no, no. Wait a minute, mama. What's going on? Because you know I know you. <laughs> and so I laid it out. In true fashion of Kurt, I had deja vu. And he started going 
off. And he was like, you know, I'm the wrong one for you to be telling this to. He said, because I ain't gonna let you just stay there. You are too freaking amazing to be in this situation. And you were too, and so I just immediately had deja vu because during the season where I was recovering from, you know, the marriage falling apart, the recollection the, or the, the, the realization rather that I was a battered wife because that's not something I ever thought that I would be. And I was trying to put my life back together. And so we were going through, my ex-husband and I were going through this situation of me getting my house back because I bought my house for my 25th birthday. So my house was mine before uh, I got married and yet I had to fight him to get it back in the divorce. And during the marriage, I was the breadwinner. Like for all intents and purposes, I didn't, you know, I wasn't married to my husband for money. I was the breadwinner. And so we had not too long before this had bought a new washer and dryer and stove and appliances and everything. And when I got he I had moved out of the house for two years. And so I hadn't stepped foot in my house in two years, the house that I still was paying on. <laughs> and so walking in and seeing that when he moved out, he took all the appliances. I just broke. And at the time, there was three men that God had camped around me. There was uh, Jeremy, James, and Kurt. And they took turns coming to the house, just staying at the house, standing guard until I felt safe again. And they would just stand guard and just entertain me. And, and you know, while I was, uh, moving back in and getting situated, they would take turns of just being there with me. And so it was uh, Kurt that at one point he called a check on me. At this point I was home by myself or something, or I just moved, I don't re remember the de details, but I, Kurt called. And it was just as I was having that realization that after everything that I had done for my ex-husband, after had agreeing to pay alimony, it was just for some reason, those appliances, taking those appliances hurt. And I don't know what that is for you that is like to the outside world, it just may not be a big deal, but for whatever reason, it impacts you on a whole different level. And for whatever reason, that was like his last nod to, I ain't gonna make it easy for you to rebuild your life. I think as I'm talking to you, that's what I'm feeling like, that was his last way of going. Yeah, I ain't gonna make it easy for you to rebuild your life. I'm just not. So I'm gonna have to make, I'm gonna make you, you know, you already paying me alimony. So now I'm gonna make you go spend a whole bunch of other money to replace stuff, the you know, necessities that you're gonna need to live. And so I called Kurt and I was boohoo crying. And so Kurt just goes in true Kurt fashion. Kurt goes, wait a minute, heifer. You mean to tell me you over there crying over some old shit and this mofo has done you a favor and moved out the old shit to make room for your new shit. Hell, I know how much money you make. You get ready to go shopping. <laughs> and he just kept going. He was like, stop that crying. Cause all he did was do you a favor. How are you gonna be sitting over there crying because he took some old shit? You get ready to go to Best Buy and I'm on my way to get you because I'm going to. We going shopping and we getting you some new shit. 
<laughs> needless to say, that snapped me out of the pity party I was having. I didn't invite Kurt to the pity party, but he, God had assigned him a unique role that he shows up just when I need him. And we went to Best Buy. I got top of the line, Samsung, everything, because I'm a diehard Samsung user. If uh, Samsung, if, if y'all listening, hook a girl up with, you know, sponsor, something, the Note 8, you know, the, no, the new Note, whatever. I just love you. But I bought all new Samsung appliances. And by the end of it, I was happy. I was relieved that, okay, I'm really starting off brand new afresh, but it was Kurt that had to shake me out and basically crash my pity party that I was having because he went off. So fast forward to now, that was back in 2011. So we're now in 2018 and I'm having another pity party. Who do I end up on the phone with? And next thing I hear, wait a minute, Heffa, you mean to tell me as awesome as your ass is, you over there crying because of X, because of Y, because of Z. And, you know, when I'm ready to talk about it, I'll tell you on another episode why I was in this place. But for now, I'm still processing it. But he went off once again. All right. This shit ain't going down on my watch. I'm on my way. And 30 minutes later, Kurt was pulling up into my driveway. <laughs> he was like, he, when he, he said, he was like, so go and get in the shower and watch them womanly parts because I'm on my way. <laughs> so when he pulls up, I knew to be ready. And I knew that just being with him would shift my focus because he's the person that's assigned to crash my pity party and pull me out of it in only a way that he can he and, he and he is bold with you know his role in it he will tell you i ain't the nice one she the nice one she'll he'll point to me she the nice one i ain't the nice one and that that even when he's saying that he's talking to talking about himself towards me because he didn't care that i was hurt he didn't care you know from his perspective he just he just needed to actually change help me change my thought and he was like, you know, I ain't the friend you, you should have told me. <laughs> if you didn't want me to come at you like this, you should have told me. Now, I don't want to, to um, present the fact that he's cold like that because through the rest of, we went, end up going to an event that night at Paramount Studios, but through the rest of the day, he, was, he would touch like, you all right, you all right, mama? You feel better, mama? And he was, he's very attentive. So he's that, he's that, that friend that can give you the hardcore truth, but still is gonna nurture your heart. And so I just wanted to just share a Kurt with you and Lord have mercy Jesus, I'm probably not gonna live this down, the fact that I actually took a whole episode to tell y'all about Kurt T. Kurt T. Jones. <laughs> not gonna live this down, but if you want to hear more stories, this is all about randomness. I don't know when it's ever, when episodes are going to pop into my head. So I would suggest you subscribe. And if you really like it, actually leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening to, because I don't know, it's just a nice thing to do, I guess. All right. Until next time, remember, 
go out and make God smile. And in my case, I'm going to make him laugh. Bye-bye. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later.